Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today is Otis Redding, selected by Gordon and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Uh, Gordon, let's get into uh, the big uh, sports news uh, of the day because there is a lot out there as we try and march on down the road to get sports back into our lives. And uh, we're getting little bits and pieces leaked out about what was talked about last Friday on the uh, Board of Governors meeting. Of course, we talked about how uh, a vote is expected on Thursday. Uh, they're aiming, according to the report, for July 31st as a, as a time to return. Um, we're, we're hearing 22 teams possibly coming back. But one interesting thing that has come out today is that uh, Oklahoma City's owner led a or at least brought up the fact that there are small market teams that want to come back to a full 30 teams coming back to, um, you know, protect, like we've talked about in the past, every possible dollar uh, that they can. And, Gordon, I know that uh, is not uh, the opinion I read in the Salt Lake Tribune over the weekend that uh, you wrote. No, and but I understand different points of view on it, I'm, and I understand the monetary side. But from a, my my point of view is more from a competitive standpoint. You know what's what's in the best interest of competition within the league. Uh, if reasonable people can disagree with that, but if you brought all the teams back to finish out the regular season, Jake, let's picture what that might look like, especially with the teams that have been eliminated or will be shortly. Uh, I mean that I don't. That could create a scenario of who gives a crap on the court. And I don't think that's good for anybody. Um, I, I agree that that wouldn't make the most valuable product. I, I get back to um, how is that different than any other year, which I, I still don't necessarily understand. Um, I thought Sam Amick said something interesting on our show last week where his perception over you know, how basically they get paid in the regional TV deal, I thought was really interesting because uh, he said that there isn't that magic 70 game mark that we kind of talked about for a long time. And it is more on a per game type of scenario. So I'd, I, I'd wonder or I'd like to know exactly what they stand to gain or lose with every game uh, game played. Right. Like if if the money per game played is not worth the expense, then why are we doing it? But it, it's 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 hard because it, it still has to be, you know, if you're going to go by that model, you have to include everybody, and like you say, everybody might not want to come. So well, I, I, I think I think it, I think it is in the best interest financially for the clubs to to put something out on the court. Well, Locke was talking the other day about how bad Detroit, for example's uh, regional sports TV deal is that they would actually lose money playing games still. <laughs> How? Because the the money they're getting from their regional sports network isn't good, and it's gonna oh, be wow. it's gonna be expensive to pull all this off, right? And and then to play games with salaries without fans, you know. Well, well, that's okay. I would I would imagine that's an anomaly. Most of the teams would uh, would benefit financially from from continuing to play and and to play out the whole season if you could. Uh, And and that's fine. That's an argument. I mean, it's not like money isn't important. But uh, if you're if you're talking about, okay, what is in the best interest of the league from a standpoint of 
the teams that are competitive, the teams that have proven themselves to be competitive, the teams who would be out on the court and would be going full bore at each other. Uh, that's what that's what people want to see. They don't want to see games for the for the sake of games. Uh, if they don't have money uh, at stake, and most of the fans wouldn't, it's just the teams that want to put something out there so that they can collect some checks. But well, but what you're talking about is the playoffs, and and we're going to well, get that. but but it, but it also could be related to the regional broadcasts. I mean, I think, how did Sam put that? He said it was a waterfall, not a cliff or something, not something like that, right. or a wall. Uh, but you still, they still would get money, at least most of them. I don't know about Detroit. Well, no, but, but let's say somebody who's eliminated, let's say somebody like Atlanta doesn't even get the option to to come back and, and earn that money for their franchise. You know what I mean? Well, that, well, or, that's or what, Oklahoma that's City what, in this case, right? Yeah, that's what, well, uh, Oklahoma City, yeah. Okay, whoever it is, they're going to make more money if they play the games. Granted. But, but is I, that in the is that in the best interest of the league? Why wouldn't it be? That's that's I think where where you and I disconnect is on the why here. I don't know because why I, because people don't want to watch games the players don't care about. But they do all the time anyway. Well, I know, but that's something you don't want to necessarily if you're representing why? the NBA, what you want to announce to the world. Just call it a ramp-up period. And because because, people, these, because these people care. And then you get that what? in the playoffs. Jake, it gets back, and, and, and if we want to disagree on it, we can disagree on it. But I, I just, the whole reason I love sports is because I want to see both teams going full bore to win the game. That's why I'm interested in the game. If one team doesn't care and the other team does care, well, okay, you're going to have a lopsided game that uh, isn't uh, very compelling. Well, they still get the checks either way. Maybe. I mean, but uh, I'll tell you what, Gordon. I, I, when the Jazz under Ty Corbin in his last year were really struggling, I was still here enjoying basketball. There wasn't a whole lot on the line for that team, but I think the Jazz that year still averaged 15,000 fans in the stands. But let's think about what's different about that situation and this situation. In this situation, you, you, you've had a four, you'll have a four-month interruption. And so it's that just somehow shades it a different way to me. Yeah, I it doesn't for me. So I see that's what I'm saying. I think that's where the the disconnect is. I've got no problem. I just you know I want to watch some basketball. Let's let's watch the ramp up to the playoffs. I mean, you know, if if somebody like Portland, for example, is chasing a playoff spot, you know, they should get to play a patsy. You know, it, it plays into how the season winds up every year. It's just going to be fewer games and, and fewer well, time to get there. It would certainly benefit a team like the Pelicans, who have the easiest remaining schedule, and then you have the Grizzlies, who have the toughest remaining schedule. And guess who's in eighth place right now? The Grizzlies. And guess who's behind them? The Pelicans. Guess who wants to play so they'd have an opportunity. Of course, that would, if they had a playoffs plus situation, you could do that. But uh, some of these teams want everybody back in a pool. Right. So, I mean, that stuff matters. Why don't you value that stuff, that, that Memphis shouldn't automatically be given the eighth spot? Well, because no one's played for four months. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I think that makes it different. I, well, I think if, you, some... if you can pull it off, why wouldn't you? Some some sort of conclusion. At least get to the same amount of games. Okay, okay, Jake. Okay. Now, you know, I mean, I'm not going to. 
slam my head in the door if if they do bring everybody back, if that's what they choose to do, fine, whatever. I'm just saying, remember what you're saying right now when the games, when the teams are out on the court and one team isn't really trying and the other team is. Or worst case scenario, two teams on the court who neither one is trying. Which is, one. is called a regular season game between the <laughs> Warriors and uh, that is, oh, the Wizards. Jake. See, now you're drawing a big old red marker uh, around the weakness of the NBA season. Oh. And you're highlighting that. Okay. And in this particular case, after this long layoff, uh, I think it would exacerbate it and shine that light on it even more. Or maybe it makes it more then you got guys like, And then you got guys like Dame Dalla who are out there saying, I don't want to play if it doesn't mean anything. Well, I express my he's, opinion he's, on that as well. He's giving voice to what some of those players on some of those teams are actually thinking. Uh, and and will be. I think it will play out as such. It's too bad. I mean, it, it, look, after not watching any basketball for a long time, I, I, I'd look forward to watching darn near anything. But I, I think it could get real ugly. And, and really, it's not necessarily that one is horrible and one is great. Maybe one is great and the other is just kind of semi-good. All right, we want, to remind, we want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. Uh, we said we'd let people express themselves, Gordon. Um, we've got the open mic. We can even uh, take some calls throughout the day. We've got the Twitter machine. Uh, and how about this coming in from you, State Iceman, who says, We are all having a rough go right now, but no need to fear. We are all humans, so we should be all treated the same way, no matter what the color, our skin, and where we come from. Unless you are from my rival university, then it's a different story, but I will still be civil. Okay. Uh, I was with him straight up until that last sentence, but that's kind of funny at the end. There. I like but, that. Uh, the, a nice the rest little, of it. Right nice on. little sports. Uh, mm-hmm. Sports jab in there. I like that, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next, Major League Soccer's had uh, better days. We'll, uh, we'll tell you why. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your Monday. Gordon, uh, we have Chris Maddox coming up at the top of 3 o'clock hour, so stay tuned. Chris, always one of our favorites, and uh, Chris, somebody who always seems to have a very well-thought-out perspective, so looking forward to that conversation. But let's talk about what's going on in the world of Major League Soccer right now, Gordon. And uh, Alex uh, Vehar at uh, the Salt Lake Tribune has a really good write-up on on what's going on here uh, locally and what's going on with the league as a whole. Uh, But basically, RSL's players did not show up for practice today, and uh, it looks like they're preparing for some sort of response to the owners. And and let me see if I can sum this up and let me know if if I leave anything out. When they have decided to do this Orlando thing, they put forth a deal to the players and said, this is what we're going to do. The players agreed to the vast majority of it, came back and looked for a little bit more salary. We're talking about, what is it, Austin, 
uh, larger yeah. slice uh, of the pie from when it eight, came to salary. From 8.75 to 7.5. Yeah. The the owners said, absolutely not. Didn't go with a counteroffer, and instead, rumor has it that they're preparing for a lockout. So once again, labor getting in the way of a return to sports. It's not just Major League Baseball anymore, folks. Well, it's a bad look either way. I mean, are you kidding me? One percentage point? 1.25. And that's the difference between having your product on the field and not having it? That's the and line. They're gonna th- that's not negotiating in good faith. Uh, 7.5% salary reduction, but the league wants 8.75. I'm sorry. I just, with what people around the country are going through right now, fighting over one percentage point, essentially, is... Seems a little tedious, hard no? medicine. Yeah, it's just <laughs> petty. It's downright petty. Come on. You think that the owners would want to go ahead and do that just so they could keep momentum for the league moving in a positive direction? Because if the whole, if everything gets canceled, then all this talk that we've heard about that soccer's coming on, that soccer's the sport of the future, that soccer's building in this country, well, you've sort of put it on ice, and who knows? You're going to start all over again? Maybe not. Maybe that's a little overly dramatic. But why would you want to interrupt that? I'd I'd rather operate at uh, at well at, at some level of uh, of difficulty and keep the thing playing on the field than have it go away completely. That, that, that seems like it's counterproductive for them. I would too. But Major League Soccer has a really wonky ownership structure that um, I think leaves them more vulnerable to uh, economic downturn than other leagues. And and we can get into those weeds um, if you want to, uh, Gordon. But they, frankly, were already on shaky financial ground going back to the early 2000s where, you know, with lack of a TV deal and gate being so-so, they started basically how they were delivering returns uh, to their owners was through expansion fees, and there was this really rapid expansion that still continues on today. But that's money that's not generated by the sport. That's money that's generated by expansion. Yeah, so but someone's got to be willing go? to pay, someone's got to be willing to pay the price for for buying a team, right? Uh, but and now, what, what would your, what would your motivation be if uh, if uh, you were heading for tough sled? Well, it, exactly. And that's why it's it's more tumultuous for for Major League Soccer, who also let's not forget, not every sport has the luxury of getting sixty percent of its revenue from television dollars like the NBA. I, I would yeah. guess that for Major League Soccer, that that number has got to be significantly lower. Yeah, the gate really hurts them when it's, when it's not there, big time. So mm-hmm. I mean, I I get it why Major League Soccer is you know, defensive and why they're protecting, you know, for the further existence of the league. But with that said, come on, Gordo, yeah. one point, one point five percent apart. And, and isn't that negotiating in bad faith if you. Yeah, I would think so. Look, I'm not, a, I'm not a labor attorney, but one percent. One point five, actually. But yeah. And and that that represents millions of dollars. I'm sure. I I get it. 
But yeah, it seems like we could in these trying times and in these circumstances, I feel like we could, you know, get it together to get through this thing together. Let's be a little bit more. Let's let's try not to put our heels in the sand or that's not even that's not even a saying heels in the ground. I don't know. Let's let's try to be more amenable (laughs) than we would be otherwise, because, you know, 2020 really sucks. And if we could all work together a little bit more, that would be that would be terrific. I think it's head in the sand. Head in the sand, heels in the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I mixed those. Head in the sand. Head in the sand is is not really what I'm looking for. Heels in the ground. They're like, let's not be obstinate. <laughs> so, so you're putting the heels in the ground for what? Because you're in a tug of war, and you don't want to be pulled into the mud pit in the middle. Sure. If that's how you want to think about it. Yeah. Exactly. So you're digging in. So if you dig in, is it better to have the ground somewhat to have some water in there so you can dig down deeper, or would yeah. that just pull your heel well, well, if you're digging through in, the surface? Yeah, you, you want sand, right, Gordon? If you're digging in, that's that's easier to dig, right? What did you take to dig that one time? What what, what did I take? What tool did you use to <laughs> to dig? Didn't you say something about? Uh, Digging with a knife or something like that. Oh, uh, grab a hammer. Yeah. Grab a hammer and start digging <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. That's my mom. My uh-huh. mom got. I remember this. You just brought back a bad memory. My mom got mad at me once because I took. Uh, I think I took uh, one of her finer pieces of uh, utensils into the backyard and dug, dug a trench. <laughs> dug a trench under the uh, faucet so that I could have, like, irrigation going through the backyard. Yeah, she wasn't too happy about that. Anyway. Was it her China gravy boat? Maybe it it was. (laughs) Maybe it was a piece of silver. I don't don't know what it was. But I didn't care. All I wanted to do was dig a trench. You know, the thing that bothers me the most about that negotiation is that when when you're having a disagreement about about whatever it is, when one person says, oh, that's it, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home, I don't like it. No, sit down and talk. I know if you're not going to get anything done, I can see that as a negotiating ploy. But when you're one and a half percentage points away from each other, it seems like you should keep your keep those feet of yours. Don't dig them in. Keep them under the negotiating table, right where they are, until you find a solution. Figure it out, and uh, that goes for both sides. Yeah, for the future of the league, absolutely, one hundred percent. There's there's always well, I shouldn't say always, Gordon. There's usually sympathy in in labor negotiation. There's there's often sympathy on both sides, and there's goals on both sides, and. You've got to be willing to negotiate to get by it, especially in circumstances where you could really, you know, uh, solidify yourself in hearts and minds of sports fans out there. Come back, play, give us something to consume, give us something to rally around. Even if you weren't a a, a huge soccer fan, that's got to be a message that would uh, ring, you know, uh, ring true to most folks who are just dying for a little normalcy right now. Let's. Let's, uh, you know, let's figure out a way to, to make it happen. And it doesn't feel like that's going on in Major League Soccer. And it's certainly not going on in uh, in Major League Baseball. Yeah, work it out. Yeah, I agree. Here, here. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk to our friend Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.